and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. We hope you are prepared to be both educated and entertained, or as we decided we would call it, edutained. On our podcast, we rank a list of items for you while making good points. I would like to argue that they're actually great points. I don't know what you guys think. It depends what it is. Yeah. I went back in the archives, and actually, I think you originally suggested the name of this podcast could be, should be That's a Great Point. I, well, yeah, I should. definitely lowered our expectations. <laughs> we don't want to set the bar too high and let everyone down, so... Uh, we are going to use a method we call the matrix, sometimes called a prioritizing grid. Well done. Thank you. Can I just say, Irv, you always tell me well done or good job. So if you haven't listened to our first couple episodes, uh, I struggled saying prioritizing grid. <laughs> but I actually, I literally practiced that. Prioritizing grid. Prioritizing grid. It's like unique unique New York. That. Unique New York. How about brown cow? <laughs> unique New York. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Each of our items will face off against each other in a one-on-one, head-to-head matchup. And the item that has the most victories will be our winner. We also have a very complex tie-breaking system that is probably a little too intricate and complicated to explain. So just take our word for it. And if we have a tie, we're experts and we know what we're doing. I like that. Thank you. For sure. Uh, when we're done, and we encourage you to let us know how we did via social media. We're on the Twitter and the Instagram at that's a good point one. Point. No T at the end of point. It's just point. No. Hey, get get out there and follow the Instagram. Yeah, get out there on the Instagram and you know. Instagram. Like it, share it. Whatever Most you, of our Instagram followers have one of two last names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? And both do. are hosts here today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, this is Dion. I'm here with Irv and John and Marnie. Hey, welcome back, Marnie, our special guest. Popular uh, demand. Say she, popular you demand. guys She's, cannot get rid of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becoming a pro and helping us out on the podcast. Uh, how many times have you been here now? Uh, this is my fourth. Fourth? Wow, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. What are some of the things you've helped us rank in the past? Uh, 80s music videos, mm-hmm. soundtracks, and theme songs, TV theme songs. Mm-hmm. Branching right. off of music today. We we're are. going to branch off of the music today because today we're ranking our top athletes from Iowa when we define from Iowa, and you can throw some air quotes around from Iowa there. Um, there's a lot of people that have lived in Iowa at some point, or people who went to college in Iowa. If that's all they did is went to college in Iowa, we didn't They're we out. didn't count them. So sorry to B.J. Armstrong. He's not from Iowa, right? Correct. But we talk about people that maybe lived their formative years, went to high school, or maybe they went through elementary, And but I think most of these people actually went to high school in Iowa. If when I look at our list, I think they all are Iowa you are correct. high school yes. graduates, so... Um, actually, it's a pretty good list. You might think, oh, Iowa. That's a lot of people confuse that with Idaho. I think that's the potato state. We are not. Could you imagine doing this lift list if we lived in California? I can't imagine it. Sure, it yeah. would. Be it would be a lot harder. Pretty lengthy. Yeah. Or really. <laughs> really difficult she to said, narrow it down. That, to that'd six. be harder. It'd be lengthy. It's like what are you? You guys can't lob those up there like yeah. that. We said harder and lengthy. And nerve one Moving says, on. Say something there. But anyway, we're talking about some cuts that we didn't get to. Oh With apologies to all you Hawkeye fans, we're not going to have now Kinnick on our list. From no. lo- a local from Adel, but you know, by no fault of his own, he didn't have a pro career. He won a Heisman, but then cut short So by his military That's yeah, not service. his fault. Right. No. It just didn't work out. Also not in there, Tim Dwight. Got anything to say about Tim Dwight? Great Hawkeye player. Yeah, he was. He was really a good really NFL good, player. He was a really good 
college player, like an All-American. Yep. And he had a solid NFL career, but his highlight was returning a kickoff for a touchdown in the Super Bowl, which is really cool, but he it was is not cool. a superstar yeah. NFL player. He was faster than our own Deion Braid and Mark Moore. Yeah, he did. did <laughs> was faster. We, uh, Mark Moore and Deion Braid are about the age of Tim Dwight. We're both a little older than him. Yes. But he was faster than us. Um, Dallas Clark, multi-time uh, Pro Bowl player. Yeah. Liver, Livermore, Iowa. And great NFL player. Did not make our list. Marshall Yonda, I'm assuming, will be a Hall of Famer at some point. Animos from Animosa High School. And we can probably say he was one of our final cuts. He was yes. one of our last cuts. We had a good uh, discussion. He went to Nyack for a couple years. Yes. Then went to Iowa. Was he like an eight-time Pro Bowl, two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro? Um, I think my opinion when we talked about this was that he should be on the list, but at the same time, I don't know who I would vote for him over other people on our list. So he, he did. Offensive linemen always get a tough yeah. draw. It's tough yeah, as a yeah. lineman because there's no s- stats out there. It's not a position that people are talking about all the time. Right. Um, get into track and field. You have Natasha Kaiser Brown, uh, Des Moines Roosevelt. She was a, wasn't she a co-head coach at Drake for a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, um, her, Husband, yeah. she, yeah. I right believe around. she won an Olympic medal in one of the relays. Uh, silver medalist. Silver medalist. Four by the four. Four by four. Ninety-two. So Barcelona. she's. Yep, an Olympic medalist. Uh, other. Hanging out with Charles Barkley in Barcelona. Other Olympian Lolo Jones did not yeah. make our list, and she was an Olympian in two different sports: so track and field and bobsledding. She was one of our last cuts. Do you think she would have made the list? Had she won the gold? Had she not tripped? Yeah. I, I yes. think she would have. And we, we had this discussion. Like, she has... Track and field is one of those sports. We talked about this before we, we started recording. If you're good in... So we have the Olympics this year. Mm-hmm. If you're good last year, but not this year, like, if this is an off year for you, you're kind of... You don't get the fame. You don't get the publicity that you do. And Lolo Jones is a world champion. Yeah. And should have won the gold medal in the Olympics, but hit the last hurdle. And it's just a kind of a freak thing that happens in one of those races. And, and so, we didn't give her any credit for her Big Brother All-Star appearance. On this <laughs> yeah. or, or, or Dancing, dancing with, with the, the Stars. stars. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as good as she was to be at the top of her game for as long as she was, and then and then be an Olympic bobsledder, I mean, she definitely could have been on here, but she did get the cut. Um, Irv, you graduated from Panorama High School. Uh, yeah, they they signed the document. It, they, it was official. Yeah. So uh, I think mistakes. <laughs> yeah, he he never did make the Olympics, but a world champion, I believe, at one time, Kip Janvrin. He made the Olympics. Did he make the Olympics? Okay, uh, two thousand Atlanta. Right. Two thousand Atlanta Olympics. Kip Janvrin. Yeah, yeah. There's a big sign out there, home of Kip Janvrin. All right. That's about what I knew of him. Panorama <laughs> <laughs> High School, or was it? I think that was Panorama Linden, maybe. Or? Any idea? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to. Th- well, when when I mean, what are we talking about? When would he have graduated from there? He'd have been older than me. He went to Simpson College. Probably late so 80s. Probably Panora Linden. Probably. Yeah. Uh, basketball players. We don't have a basketball player on our list, so a lot of good basketball players. Good basketball but players. Nobody that really. Fred Hoiberg and Harrison Barnes both went to Ames High School. Both played. Uh, they were college great players in college. They were professional basketball players. Harrison Barnes won a NBA championship. And then, of course, John, one of your high school teammates. I think Marnie had a do you have well, a story to share. I, well, I just want to say that while we're on Hoiberg, Fred Hoiberg is the second hottest coach in uh, college basketball. 
only second to Tony Bennett of Virginia. Oh, okay. But also, yeah, Fran is smoking. Oh, um, but also, he had a blanket growing up that he called Marnie. No joke, his mother told my mother that. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. I thought you were going to say he had a blanket growing up and you like purchased it at an auction no, for an obscene amount of money. If <laughs> <laughs> it comes up for sale yes, at an auction, I, I will buy it. His buying it. It's named after me, clearly. So, yep, you also have the Roland Rocket, uh, Gary Thompson. Oh, yeah. Gary Thompson. <laughs> Gary Thompson, so all American, great player at Iowa State. John, you have a high, you have a high school teammate. Yes, I do. He is on, he's not on the list, not on but the he was list, in the discussion. He's in the discussion. Yeah, Ricky Davis, he. Went to Davenport North with me, with me. He was a freshman my senior year, and we played on the same team. I remember his first high school dunk. I was checking into the game in Keokuk, Iowa, and I was at the scorer's table, and I was talking to them, checking in, and I heard a, a, the bench erupt, and I turned around and said, What happened? Ricky just dunked. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you missed it, John. That was history right there. And I saw it a few more times. He also had one of the cheapest triple-doubles in the history of the NBA. Yeah, we never... He's a good player, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, baseball players that got cut. Uh, a guy named Dave Bancroft from Sioux City. He's in the Hall of Fame. He was inducted, but he's one of those guys that played in the early 1900s. Kind of a light hitting shortstop. Played mostly for the New York Giants. Didn't make our list. Cap Anson. Anybody got some info on Cap Anson? More than I cared to know. Yeah. <laughs> Cap Anson's in the Hall of Fame. He's Cap Anson's probably... a real asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's from Marshalltown. This is a kid show, Marnie. (laughs) He's from Marshalltown. He got kicked out of the University of Iowa, started playing professional baseball at the age of 19, um, and played until he was 45 for the Chicago White Stockings, which went on to become the Cubs, which is kind of ironic. That is. Yeah, that is. Um, You would think they would be the White Sox, but Uh no. Still number seven all-time in the major leagues in total hits with 3,435. And then he also managed the White Stockings to five National League pennants. So most people classify him, historians, as not a great person, but probably one of the best baseball players of his era. Yeah, if if we were going to honestly rank best Iowa athletes, he's maybe somebody that should be on the list just because of his achievements. But it was before 1900 when sports were not a big deal, and you heard what Marnie called him, and that seems to be pretty true of this guy. So we we did cut him off the list. Another baseball player, Casey Blake from Indianola, great baseball player. Did he go to Wichita State? He did. Yes. College, and then played for the Dodgers probably the majority of his career. So good baseball player. Played for the Indians. Indians, but we cut him. Uh, Also, we should probably mention this, Kevin Williamson once scored over 40 points in a game. Against Casey Blake? Uh, was it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just say. I don't think they're the same era. <laughs> I, I mean, so. they're only your yeah, difference. I, I, I was going to say maybe he should be on our list, but we just uh, kind of omitted him. So we should have really considered putting. We should have. We there, there were a few other NBA guys that I think are under the radar that were great yeah. Iowa players. Rafe LaFrance from Monona. Yep. Uh, Kirk Heinrich from Sioux City. Nick Collison from Iowa Falls. Those, Those two were high school teammates, by the way. Long, and Heinrich. long NBA careers for them. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to start ranking some. I'm going to sit them out this time, so Marnie, you're going to take my spot and do some ranking. Our list today, in no particular order, number one, 
Dan Gable, number two, Roger Craig, number three, Sean Johnson, number four, Bob Feller, number five, Zach Johnson, and number six, Kurt Warner. So our first matchup is going to be Dan Gable and Roger Craig. Uh, before we vote, uh, want to tell us a little bit about Dan Gable? Yeah, I can do that. All right. <laughs> so Dan Gable is a wrestler. A wrestler. Okay. You betcha. 182 and 1. That's pretty good. Well, is that his weight or his record? 182 point. No. Uh, sorry. Uh, 182 <laughs> victories. And one one loss. <laughs> yeah. 64 of those victories came from his, as they say on this article, his prep matches. You know, And then got to his collegiate career at Iowa State University. The Iowa State University. Absolutely. 117 wins. One loss that came in his, the NCAA finals in his senior Final year. Match, right? mm-hmm. Two-time NCAA champion, three-time All-American, <clears throat> three-time Big Eight. Um, but that was then, when freshmen probably freshmen couldn't be couldn't, in right. varsity sports, yep. Yep. so that was so, the best he could do was right. three-time. Yep. yep. And then he did go on to have a really good uh, coaching career. with. Uh, he won an Olympic medal, right? Yes, he did win an Olympic yeah. medal. Gold medal. Yep. yep. And then when he didn't, didn't even get scored on, I don't no. think, in the Olympics. No. Right. Which is unbelievable. Unheard of. Yep. And from Waterloo. Yep. What what I can't believe is he was never a professional wrestler. I don't remember him taking on like uh, Jake the Snake Roberts or Hulk Hogan or Junkyard Dog or anything. Mm-hmm. So he, he never did go pro. No. All right. So he that, decided to that steer could be... the Hawkeyes towards, uh, I think I have that in my notes, um, 21 NCAA, or 21 years, 21 Big Ten championships, and 15 NCAA titles. That's a pretty big yeah. deal. So that's yeah. not too bad. But you're right. It might be a knock against him that he wasn't wrestling against Hogan and those guys. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking. You know, we we got to take into account their pro careers here. Sure. And so, all right. What about Roger Craig? So Roger Craig, born and raised in Davenport, Iowa. Oh wow. Great little town. Yeah, that's got to count against him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't born there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just raised there. I was born there. Did you go to the same high school? No, he went no. to Davenport Central High School. Um, that was, and he actually, his brother was a really good football player who went on to play at Nebraska, and he also played. He had a teammate at Central who went on to a 12-year NFL career as well, Jamie Williams. So they played together in high school. They played together at Nebraska, and then they were both in the pros at the same time. That's pretty neat. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, he also competed in high school in wrestling and track. He was a second place finisher, runner-up in the 110 high hurdles and the 400 hurdles in high school. Um, but he was known for his high running style. He had the high knees, yep. and he he credits his high school track coach Ira Dunsworth for that because and they the worked hurling, on the hurling all the bet. time. So yeah, he went to Nebraska, um, and then he was a second round pick of the 49ers in '83, which that was a pretty good draft class. We discussed that in episode one yeah, we of did. this podcast. Elway to Marino, um, that was a loaded draft class. Eleven year NFL career. The first player to ever score three touchdowns in the Super Bowl, in Super Bowl 19 against the Dolphins. 84 49ers are one of the best teams of all time. And in fact, one of our podcasts, we talk about the 84 Dolphins. Yes. That hasn't been released yet, but yep. yeah. it will be. Yep. Did Teaser. he spend all 11 years at for the 49ers? No, he played no, for the, the Niners for seven, I think, and they had a year in... Los Angeles with the Raiders, and then he finished up two years in Minnesota. Yeah, I was just saying that 84 49ers team has got to be up there. Really good. 
as really, top, really, really top good. five NFL team. I mean, we all know who the best team of all time was in the NFL. Right. The 85, 85 Bears. Bears. But then if you go <laughs> down the list a little bit, those 84-49ers There's them and the Dolphins are there. Yeah, they got to be on that list. 1985, he became the first player in NFL history to rush and receive for 1,000 yards each in one season. That's only been done three times to this day. Marshall Falk has added on his name to that, and Christian McCaffrey as did well. You, did you mean Connor McCaffrey? <laughs> <laughs> I meant Patrick. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. And then 1988... Was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, ran for 1,500 yards. Had 76 catches. A four-time Super Bowl winner. Um, four-time Pro Bowler. He won four Super Bowls? Yeah. Oh. Was he on that last team in Well, now 95? you're going to ask me to hit the Google machine. I, I'm sorry. I thought he only won three. I thought he was on that yeah. 84 team and then the back-to-back teams. And was it My research 80, was bad. 88 and 89. We can, can double-check things. It, oh, you're right. Three. 84, 88, 89. Yeah. He made the playoffs all but one season in his career. Yeah. So he was on really good teams. Uh, four-time Pro Bowler. Minnesota? They made the playoffs oh. those years. I think it was the Raiders year okay. he did not make the playoffs. Um, so he had a really good stretch, and he still may end up being a Hall of Famer down the road <coughs> somewhere because the NFL is pretty known for bringing people into the Hall of Fame. Later. Well, they only allow so many per year. Right, of, of the vote and the the veterans like committee, ten or eleven of them. Yeah, maybe. and so it's just it's not very many. And so, well, the I want to say it's only like five or six, and then the veterans committee can put in a few more. And so, I, I do think you're right, and that he'll get that consideration at least down the road. So anyway, let's vote on these. This is Dan Gable versus Roger Craig, and Irv, you're going to lead us off. Who are you going to take here? Dan Gable. All right, John. I have to go with Gable. Marnie. I would also go with Gable. Wrestling's my favorite sport. There you go. um, Even though he left Iowa State and went to coach for Iowa. Yeah. Big knife in the heart. I mean, I think most of us, when we think Dan Gable, we think Iowa State. Just so. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) But you had some great points about Roger Craig, and now I'm glad we kept him on the top. Yay! All right, next up is going to be Dan Gable again. He's going to take on Sean Johnson. He's going to tell us a little bit about Sean Johnson. That's me, right. Sean Johnson from Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, heard of it. What's that? I've heard of it, Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the capital. She, uh, 08 Olympic balance beam gold medalist and then took home three silvers that you're on the team all-around and floor exercise uh, medals there. Seven total golds, though, in other various major gymnastic competitions. Um, let's see here. 2009 SB Best Female Olympian. Oh, she got an SB. Yep. Yeah. 2010, the Des Moines Register called her the most famous living Iowa athlete. So I feel like we're justified in having her in Absolutely. on this list. She's still um, alive, right? Yeah. Cap Hansen is dead, by the way. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I am going to throw in a little bit about her Dancing with the Stars career, though. Yes. So no, uh, no, she did win in 2009 with that, I believe. So. That's good. She good did. Job, yep. Sean. And she got second on All Stars for Dancing oh, with the Stars. Oh, yes. Yes. And then, nice. Yeah, a few years later. That's right. All right, so a couple Olympic athletes, because there's no professional gymnastics here. So we're going Dan Gable versus Sean Johnson. And, John, you lead us off. I'm going with the guy that lost one time in his whole life, and that's Dan Gable. Sure. That's pretty impressive. It is. But I think I'm going to go with Sean Johnson. All right. Because, I mean, she was like, I, I I would venture to say that more people 
outside of Iowa have heard the name Sean Johnson than Dan Gable. Hmm. I could be wrong. That's because of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also like a... Gable's artificial hip yeah. doesn't allow him right. to dance much anymore. She's also true. a social media influencer, so that helps her out too. Is but she I'm, really? Yeah. I'm going to go with Sean Johnson. I bet she follows us on Instagram. I bet she she, I'm sure she that does. That makes sense. That's why I'm voting for her. So okay. Get more likes. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> you're probably a pointer, so just go ahead and hit the like button. When I was in Iowa City, I had the chance to teach some of Gable's kids. He had. Oh, he had, did you? He had four daughters. Daughters, yeah. No oh, yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to go with Dan Gable here, so. That's just. That, okay, that will give him the better. victory then? Yeah. No reason, just taking him. <laughs> Marty, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Dan Gable versus Bob Feller. Who's going to tell us about old I, Bob I got, Feller? I got the heater from Van Meter. All right. Uh, he played 18 seasons for Cleveland. He's. Um, I got to hold up. I got to get my Wikipedia back up here. You guys <laughs> The Bob Feller but, Museum is closed down. I believe it's City Hall. It is. I remember Bob Feller most from growing up. They used to have the old timers games on TV all the time. Yeah, and he always played in them. Yeah, and he was old then. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's so dead now. He he did have a four year interruption in his um, time because he was in the Navy, but he. Um, has a win loss record of 266 to 162. His earned run average was 3.25. He threw 2,581 strikeouts. He's an eight time All Star, a World Series champion, a Triple Crown, a six time AL win leader, an AL ERA leader, a seven time MLB strikeout leader, pitched three no hitters. Um, he's in the Cleveland Indians Hall of Fame and the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, yeah. As far as baseball players from Iowa, he and Cap Anson are probably the cream of the crop, right? As far as I know, they're the only two baseball Hall of Famers, unless I'm missing. Oh, Dave Bancroft's in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, you mentioned him. Sorry. Yeah. And I think there's a couple others that you know played, but they all played early. As far as like Bob Feller retired in the '40s. Yeah. And he's probably the most recent. Iowa baseball player. Oh, also fun fact, when he was in, like, Little League, he was, like, in the American Legion Legion Little League, his catcher was now Kinnick. Yeah. They played for the Adel Van Meter team. They did. Mm -hmm. Yep. I did know that. All right. So, Marnie, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Dan Gable against Bob Feller. Who do you Uh, vote for? I'm going to go with Dan Gable. All right. Irv? Yep. Dan Dan Gable. John? Uh... I gotta think through this one a minute. Yeah, because I, I think magic. back to Feller put up those numbers: twenty five hundred strikeouts, two hundred sixty six wins, and he missed three or four seasons. And those were the days where you could easily win twenty to twenty five games right. and strike out two hundred fifty to three hundred guys, and, no problem. And just to be in, what was it, did you say he was in the Village People? And he's saying that in the Navy. Song? <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. I, I could see him in the in the biker outfit. Yeah. <laughs> or he might have been actually in the Navy fighting in World War Two. Oh, so when we I were think that back when America was back to back World War champs. So just saying, I'm I'm going to give Bob Feller a vote. There. Yeah, good job. Because I I think he would have struck. He would have done the three thousand strikeout, three hundred win thing. And there I think aren't so many too. Many people that have done that. All right. Next up, we're going to have Dan Gable is going to take on Zach Johnson, who is our only golfer entry here, kind of our other entry. 
Uh, he was Zach Johnson. I'll tell you about him. He was born in Cedar Rapids. He's a pro golfer. He has 12 PGA Tour wins. That includes two majors. Not a lot of people have won more than one major. He's one of the few that's done that. He won the Masters in 07. The Open in 2015. Sometimes we call that the British Open. Uh, he played at Regis High School. Another guy on our list, Kurt Warner, also went to Regis High School. Um, he graduated in 94. They won a state title, I believe, a sophomore year. He went on to golf at Drake University. So he also went to college in Iowa. So he spent a mo his not only his high school career here and grew up here, but he also went to college here in Iowa. So that's got to be on there. Um, he won the Payne Stewart Award in 2020. The Payne Stewart Award, by the way, I looked that up on Wikipedia, is given to the Everyone player. Everyone wears the knickers? Yeah. <laughs> whose values align with the character, charity, and sportsmanship that Stewart showed. And that includes respect for the traditions of the game, commitment to uphold the game's heritage and charitable support, and professional and meticulous presentation of himself through the sport and his dress and conduct. And so I think it just means, hey, you're a pretty good dude. We're going to give you this award. And so he, and he still it. does a lot of philanthropic work. He does. In yeah. Iowa. Yeah, he lives in Florida, I believe. He and his wife live in Florida. But he's still very connected to Iowa and gives back to Iowa. And so I would say probably the best Iowa connected golfer mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. So this matchup, or if you're going to lead us off, this is going to be Dan Gable versus Zach Johnson. I just want to add a couple more things that I found in my research about Zach Johnson yeah, quick. Yeah. In the history of the individual rankings, he was the first one outside the top 50 to win the Masters. Did, I, did you say that? Or, okay. I did not say okay. that. No. And then at the time of the Open victories, the sixth player to have won, to have major wins at Augusta and St. An Andrews, Nicholas, uh, Sneed, and Woods are three of those other people that... So that's a pretty good list to be yeah. in right, right. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and I, I, as I was doing research about Zach Johnson, gained a lot of respect for him. Um, already liked him a lot and mm -hmm. would have... Glad he's on our list, but just in doing some more detailed research. All that being said, it's hard for me to to pick against the guy with just one loss, and i got to go Gable on this one. Sure. I think you make some good points, sir. Thank you. That Johnson Those are good points. has done a lot of good things, and he's up there with some of the big names. But I follow golf fairly closely, and he's won two majors. But I think in the golf world, he's considered to be a he's not a superstar. Mm -hmm. And Dan Gable is probably one of the best wrestlers in American history. So, Dan Gable. Okay, so I'm going to go with Zach Johnson because... Um, I agree, Dan Gable's probably the best wrestler. Maybe Kale Sanderson is right up yep. there, too. But, yeah. um, but most of Gable's success has been as a coach, not as a wrestler, where all of Zach's success has been as the actual player. But what so, else could Gable have done as a actual he could, wrestler? Not, John, I mentioned nothing. this earlier. He never beat Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he never took on Jimmy Superfly Schnicka. I mean, if he when took that When did he ever long... take on Nikolai Volkov? Zero times. Zero times. Come on, What Gable. about Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant, for goodness sake. Gable. This list I found oh, actually guys. just listed Gable as the fourth best wrestler in American history. Can I? Really? Who's ahead of him? Behind Kale Sanderson, okay. Kyle... Dake from Cornell and oh boy, Yojiru Utake from Oklahoma State. Oh, Kale's first. I want to do something here real quick. While we're on air, I want to explain something to you, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to brace yourself for this. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. 
Hulk Hogan, Superfight Slicker. Yeah, those guys are under, great. They're professional wrestlers. This Gable guy's a. This amateur. is going to come across as a shock to you. All right, I'm ready. That stuff is scripted. <laughs> What? Scripted. No, it's what not. What do you mean scripted, Irv? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the word scripted. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get that out there. All right. Yeah. All right, John, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Dan Gable versus some guy named Kurt Warner. Can you tell us about Kurt Warner? Buddy? I can. So Kurt Warner was born in Burlington, uh, went to high school at... Burlington? <laughs> Burlington. <laughs> Went to high school at uh, Cedar Rapids Regis. Same high school as Zach Johnson. Yes. Went on. To Doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Went on to play for you and I. Um, go Panthers. And went to Green Bay for a little bit and then did a stint at for the Barnstormers for three seasons and then Amsterdam and then came back and just rocked the world as he became the quarterback for yep. the Rams. Um, he has. A Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's a two-time NFL MVP. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Two-time All-Pro. Four-time Pro Bowl. Uh, two-time the, passing touchdown leader. One of the coolest stories. Yes. He didn't even start his NFL career until he was 27. Right. right. And there is a movie coming out about him soon um, to be released, I think, this summer or fall, possibly. Well, you said December 10th. December, you? yeah. Okay, December. December. So, um, called American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. All right. Uh, so, yeah, and, you know, he played for you and I, which their colors are purple. Prince is purple. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Kurt Warner coming out of the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> If you don't know what this is referring to, you need to get caught up on your podcast. Wow! Go back. Irv's walking away, ladies and gentlemen. Irv's walking away. Anyway, John... Slamming the door to the studio on his way out. John, you're going to lead us off. This is Dan Gable versus Kurt Warner, and who do you vote for on this one? Uh, These are two of my heavy hitters, if you will. Yep. Um... <laughs> he's walking away, but he's back, folks. Zach is back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to go with Kurt Warner. All right. Marnie? I'm also going to go with Kurt Warner. Zach Irving? Dan Gable. Dan Gable. Irving, er, I says Irving will take the victory. <laughs> he will not. I'm going to take the victory. Zach Irving finished. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you played golf. <laughs> yep. And that was it? Well, I attempted to play okay, golf, yeah. So. We did not put you on the list. I, you know what? It was probably a close call, but I get <laughs> yeah, it. I, I get, get it. We said, you know, well, we're going to put Zach Johnson on here instead of Zach, Zach Irving. Irving. He's Zach Irving, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we have discussed all these people, and so now it's time for to uh, just keep her moving. The keep her moving. Keep her going. And so Marnie, you're going to lead us off. It's going to be Roger Craig versus Sean Johnson. Who's your vote on this one? Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson. Uh, Irv, who do you Sean Johnson. John. I'm giving Roger a vote. Giving Roger a vote. All right, next up, Irving and Elias Office is going to be Roger Craig versus Bob Feller. Who's your vote here? Bob Feller. Bob Feller. John? Feller. Marnie? I'm just going to be different and say Roger Craig. All right, just to be different. No, nothing wrong with that. I know it's people, the, it's we the call that it's, it's 49ers versus Van Meter. Come on. Ooh. 
Yeah. Might get locked out of the house if you go against right. it. Now you're, yeah, your family's not going to be happy with that. All right, next up, we're going to have Roger Craig versus Zach Johnson. John, you lead us off here. Roger Craig, Zach Johnson. I really like Zach Johnson. I think he's great for Iowa, and I root for him every tournament he's in. But I'm going to go back to he's won two really big tournaments, and I know golf's an individual sport. Um, but I consider him to be an average professional golfer that happened to win two tournaments, two big tournaments. Because you don't always have to be the best golfer to win the majors. In right. Golf. right. There's a lot of people. Well, and you can be the sixth best player on the 49ers when they're that great and still be pretty good, too. So. That's what I was going to say, but thank anyway. you, Dion. But, you're but he was not the sixth best player on the 49ers. He was the seventh or eighth best? No, I would All go right. the other way. And I'm right. going with Roger Craig. <laughs> hey, you get to vote. Um, <laughs> I actually am going to go with John on this one because he really swayed me with all his statistics and information all right. earlier. Interesting. Knowledge. All right. Irv? Zach Johnson. Yeah, that's what I would have voted if I were going to do this. All right, next up is going to be Roger Craig versus Kurt Warner. And Marnie, you lead us off? Uh, Kurt Warner. Yeah. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. He will sweep it. Next up, it's going to be Irv. You're leading us off now. Sean Johnson versus Bob Feller. That's an interesting matchup. Um, i got to go with Bob Feller just because, again, it, the point's made about him being huh. gone during World War II. Um, I think... You're left a little bit, a little bit left to be desired there, but you recognize that there, it was a pretty good reason to be gone. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> versus like Sean Johnson only did the one Olympics, like, and she probably could have done maybe in 2012 again, but I think she announced her retirement from gymnastics right before in 2012, and I, I don't know, I felt like again she had the opportunity and maybe could have done something more. Feller was gone for a few years in the mm-hmm. Navy, so I'm going Feller. All right. John? Uh, I'm going to go with Feller as well. I'm going to do girl power Sean Johnson because sure. she was nicer, nicer person. Yeah, I think by most <laughs> accounts, Bob Feller wasn't necessarily a nice dude. But no, but that's not what we're voting on. And you're right, you're right. If, and if we were going to do that, we'd probably go back and put Cap Anson on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and we did rule him out. So anyway, John, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Sean Johnson versus Zach Johnson. This is the Johnson. The battle of the Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Which, which Johnson would you prefer? Um, hmm. Sorry, Irv. <laughs> I know we keep lobbing them up there for you, but I had to ask. This one is uh, pretty close. But I think I'm going to go with Sean. All right. I I am also going to go with Sean. Earth? Um, Yeah. So I'm, I've been going back and forth trying to figure out what I'm going to go with these two. And, you know, just because we're throwing out random things that make us pick, you know, like whether they're nice or not. Right. Sean Johnson's <laughs> better looking, so I'm going to pick Sean Johnson. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> No offense. no offense to Zach Johnson, but he's not a handsome man. So. Uh, all right, next up we're going to have Sean Johnson versus Kurt Warner. And Marnie, you lead us off here. Uh, Kurt Warner. Zach? You realize out of all these people, Zach Johnson's probably most likely to stumble upon this podcast. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and you're the one that voted for Roger Craig. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Who is it again? Uh, it is Sean Johnson versus Kurt Warner. Is it my vote? It's your vote. Kurt Warner. John? Kurt Warner. All right. All right, next up we're going to have, this would be Bob Feller versus Zach Johnson, or if you lead us off. Bob Feller. Yeah. John? It would really make Dion angry if I switched it now, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden start voting for Zach Johnson. No, it wouldn't make you angry. It wouldn't be uncommon on this show. <laughs> <laughs> would it, it's almost like pulling a Dion. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Bob Feller. Yeah. Yeah, probably Bob Feller. 
All right, he'll take the victory there. John, you're going to lead us off. This is going to be Bob Feller versus Kurt Warner. Warner. Ooh, okay. I agree, Warner. I got to go Feller on this one. Sure. That's a really difficult one because they is. were both. It really is. One of the best at their positions mm-hmm. in their time period. I don't think either one of them is considered one of the best at their positions in the history of the game. Both Hall of Famers. Yeah, that's pretty I, comparable. I, I just think. think, like, throwing a pitch, like, and how good you need to be at that, like, I mean, you could screw it up, I guess, to some degree, and your, your team could back you up. But, like, you could be an average quarterback and hand the ball off to someone, and Marshall Falk was no slouch. Right. To hand the ball mm-hmm. off to, yeah, and I just feel like I don't know, maybe well, Bob Feller. Like Kurt Warner was throwing it all over the field. Oh, like they were a great show. No, great, great show on turf. turf. I'm not. Yeah. I look. I'm not saying this isn't a close matchup at all. I'm not. I'm not at all. I just. I think it's a close matchup. I'm, I, I'm yeah. saying it's close. I'm it saying it's close. close. I'm saying it's very close. But I'm gonna go with Feller. You bet. All right, Marnie, you're gonna lead us off on our last matchup here. It's gonna be Zach Johnson versus Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Yep. Kurt Warner. Warner. They'll sweep it up. All right. I'm going to do some tabulating here real quick. Question of the week. Question, Question of, of the week. week. So we did not include a basketball player on this list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out five okay. basketball players. I'll throw out five okay. that I think are the top five Iowa-grown basketball players. All right. Who do you think is your – who is the best? Not who do you like the most. Okay. We're looking at you, Mark. Okay, who's okay. the best? <laughs> now, who's the best looking? <laughs> and I will right. put Fred Hoiberg on it. Okay. Although, if I'm going basketball career, I could make the argument Nick Collison was better. Yeah. But I'll put Hoiberg on as it. As far as pro, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Harrison Barnes, Ricky Davis, Kirk Heinrich, Rafe LaFrance. Who wants to go? I'll go. I'm going to go with Harrison. I think he, um, I don't have all the statistics in front of me, the statistical data, but I feel like he's maybe been the most successful, and I told, could totally be wrong on that, but I feel like he's been the most successful in the NBA. I, I got to back Marnie up on that one. I got to go Harrison, just because he had a good career at Carolina. Um, he... Went on to have a, a pretty, you know, is still he's still in the NBA, right? He's still playing. Yep. Yep. But I mean, Dallas. Would, yeah, yep. and he kind of left the Warriors because he thought maybe he could go be the man somewhere. And kudos to him for trusting up in his talent. He didn't end up kind of being that way. But looking at those Warriors teams, they were a dynasty. There was yeah. four or five people ahead of him that were really, 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 really good. But like he still, on any given night, could give them a lot of points and. Uh, very talented, so I, I got to back you up on that one. And I mentioned Collison, but I didn't even mention someone like Doug McDermott or oh, yeah. Kyle Korver. Yeah. Kyle Korver's Kyle Cor- out a nice role in the NBA yep. for a lot of years. Kyle Korver, for a lot of years, was a good shooter and on a lot of good teams. Bulls were good throughout the years he was there. Atlanta Hawks were decent. And the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Yeah. Who's your choice, Dion? Um, I tend to go with these guys and Harrison Barnes and just that he won that championship. But I, I really think that longevity of Nick Collison, if you go back to the Oklahoma City Thunder mm-hmm. as a franchise, they, I know they, they used to be the Supersonics. Super he as played for as, the Sonics. Right, he actually started with the Sonics. But as far as them being the Thunder, he's got the 
longest the longest longevity is that a thing? Like he's played the most years for of any Thunder uh, for play, a franchise. For a franchise, like the, if the Thunder that he's got the longest tenure of anybody that's ever played for the Thunder, um, and he was a good player for a long time, and so. Terms of his staying power, maybe I'd maybe go with Collison, I'd, I, but I agree with the good points these guys have made about Harrison Barnes being maybe the best player. He was the number one pick, not number one pick, like the number one. Uh, what do you call it when you come out of high school? High school recruit. High school recruit. Number one high school recruit. McDonald's All American. Yeah. McDonald's All American. I mean, he was a big deal in high what school. What if he would have played in Iowa State though? Right. Oh, I, yeah, I know. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> Stayed home, played for Iowa State. But I mean, if he had to go somewhere other than Iowa State, I'm okay with the Tar Heels. Like Duke. Sure. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not oh, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so, and then know. Marcus Page went there too. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Roy. I, and Roy Williams likes Iowa because yeah. he took Heinrich and Collison to right. Kansas and then took those two to Carolina. So I'll probably go Barnes, but I, I, I will give Collison his due. And if, in terms of a pro, like Kirk Heinrich is kind of, I think, very underrated as a pro because there was times when he was maybe the second best guy on his team. He started the majority of his career. Yeah, he was maybe, and probably, like I said, maybe the second best player on his team multiple years. He was never on any great teams. He was really good for the bad Bulls teams. Right. That's what I'm saying. He was, he was never on any great teams, but so you, you could argue him, but I you know, I don't have a strong opinion on that. What about you? Uh, I, I would go with Barnes, too. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the NBA nine years. He started the whole time. He averages the most points of any of the people I mentioned. He has the mo- averages the most rebounds of all the people I mentioned. Points, it's close second to Ricky Davis, but I think Ricky probably also took a lot more shots than Harrison Barnes does. Right. Well, and he's not done yet. <laughs> Can I ask a follow-up question? You bet. Sure. Would you guys have voted for Harrison Barnes over anybody on this list? Me personally? I would not mm. have. I don't think. I don't know that I, I would have. Know I know I would have voted for Zach Johnson over Roger Craig. At the... <laughs> I didn't catch that when we were doing this. I probably would have voted for Marshall Yonda over... But okay, I'm just asking you. Just, I think, yeah. I think probably maybe not, probably when not his, his career's done. Yeah, that's yeah, a good maybe, that might be a different story. Maybe that's yeah. maybe, maybe that's his. We'll see where he goes. Yeah. Well, and okay, may, I was just curious. and maybe he goes to a team where he's you know like the third option, which is kind of what he was with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But they win a championship, and he gets a little more notoriety, uh, notoriety yeah. through that, and 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 becomes just a more of a name there. And then he makes this list. We do we do this podcast in five years. Maybe Harrison Martin is on it. And by sure. that time, Marshall Yonda's in the Hall of Fame, and we can talk about it. I realize I just gave you a thumbs up, but we're on we're on a microphone. Yeah, yeah that happens. Uh, it's like when John was nodding, nodding at us the other day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here are the final rankings of our best Iowa athletes according to the That's a Good Point podcast. Number six, golfer Zach Johnson from Cedar Rapids. Number five, Roger Craig from Davenport. Number four, Sean Johnson from Des Moines. Number three... Bob Feller from Van Meter. Number two, Dan Gable from Waterloo. And number one, Kurt Warner, Cedar Rapids. So that's our final ranking. I don't have have a problem with how that is. That is a good list. That's a good list. Good job, everyone. Way to go. I think we have some time here. Let's do a start one, sit one, cut one. In honor of last week's episode where we ranked the best guitar intros, one of the best guitar intro artists. Jimi Hendrix got left off our list. And so we're going to start one, sit one, cut one with some Jimi Hendrix songs. So, Marnie, bring you back into the, your wheelhouse where we usually yes. have you come in to rank some music. 
We're going to go with Voodoo Child, All Along the Watchtower, and Purple Haze. Anyone want to volunteer to lead us off here? Uh, I'll go. All right. I was about to jump in. I'll you go. go ahead, John. I am going to... I don't think... I think this is going to be different from most of the rest of you. Okay. I am going to cut Voodoo Child. Sure. I am going to bench Purple Haze, and I'm going to start all along the Watchtower. All right. You don't want me to go next, then. Or me. Irv! <laughs> like you to go. like you to go next, please. Well. Okay, then. I am going to cut... Purple Haze. Yep. And remember, we're, we're reading the whole song here. We Last week we did intros. Yeah. Right. And, right and now, that made a difference when I thought about it. It, it did. Yeah. That does make a difference to me, too. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Irv. You were going to cut Purple Haze. Purple Haze. Haze. Yep. Going to bench all along the Watchtower. Sure. Okay. Going to start Booter Child. Excellent. Uh, I'll go. Um, I will go ahead and cut Voodoo Child. Mm. I'm going to bench Purple Haze. And probably my favorite Jimi Hendrix song, and I know that's probably cliche, but I love All Along the Watchtower. And I know that's technically a Bob Dylan song, but... He does such a good version of it. He does a good version of it. I love that song. Uh, John, you mentioned this when we were talking about it before we recorded, that this is uh, in a lot of movies, so... Yep. I, I love that song, and that's... I'm, go- and once I'm again, surprised. I thought my ranking would be way yeah, out there. And, and I would say this, and I, I don't want to... This year, but if you put Hey Joe in here, there's a couple other. I might move Voodoo Child farther down the list, even. So, Marnie, how about you? I feel but very. We love you, Irv. I feel very disrespected. Like this is I'm a sorry. personal attack on. I'm you. sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we rank Metallica. He's gonna, he's gonna slam the door. <laughs> on the way out the studio. Lock it out of here. Lock it out of here again. Yeah, we need to rank some Metallica songs. Oh just yeah. Really tick you off. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I'm gonna agree with uh, John and Dion. I'm gonna bench Voodoo Child. I'm gonna. Uh, or cut. I'm gonna bench Purple Haze. I'm gonna start. Uh, oh, nice! Must be a generation. Dun, 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 it dun, must dun, be. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> us, us older folks. Yeah. We sure appreciate. The elders. Old people. Must be a generation gap. Flip <laughs> 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 is that? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Marty, for coming on once again to, to bring the show up because the three of us just can't keep it. Going. Right. I like to keep your ratings high. Thank so. you. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out on the old interweb at That's a Good Point One. Point! That's on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, and thanks for listening. Until next week, Arrivederci.
Thank you.